And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? Oh, just, you know, dealing with the fact that I fail a lot and I want to talk about that. And I also want to wrap up all of this discussion of failure that we've had during our 52 part series. I know we've talked about that a lot, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't prepare people for what the, the term fail fast meant and why that might be important. Now, Matt, before we get started on that, a quick reminder that today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. So, you know, Matt, here we are. We're at episode 22 of 52, and, you know, we've talked about a lot of different stuff and a lot of different things. This episode is going to be pretty short because, uh, well, fail fast is a, is a buzz term and a buzzword that's out there. And we've also talked about it's time to start preparing Lambos and our rocket ship for the, <laughs> for the moon after this episode. Yes. So anyway, let's get started, man. So, you know, like you've heard the term fail fast, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What does it mean? You know, I think if we could step back and take another analogy for this, I, I, I was thinking about this before we we started recording, and it's like sort of like being in a failed marriage. It's like at some point in time, you just want to get this shit over with and go do something else because this just ain't working. Like, why are we going to keep fighting every day, right? And in some sense, your startup gets into that stage. You're like, we're just not getting anywhere, and this just ain't working, and maybe we should just fail and do something else. And... I think startups get in that same same place sometimes. Yeah, and, and on a smaller level, when it comes to fail fast, it, you know, there's so many things that a new business or any business is trying to learn how to be good at, um, and it, that's often just a science experiment. And the faster you fail, the closer you are to a solution that doesn't fail. And I think that that's well, where you hear like a lot of VCs and investors say, "Hey, if you're going to fail, fail fast." So you are just that much closer, meaning don't take forever to fuck it up. Well, and it, and it may not be fail as in like complete failure. It could also be pivot, right? Like we, we tried yeah. this thing. We tried for 90 days. We talked to a lot of customers. Nobody wants to buy what we're trying to sell. So uh, we need to build something else or we just need to throw this whole baby out with the bathwater and uh, do something else. Yeah, and you know the the when it comes to examples of failure and and resilience and all that, you know, it's pretty commonly known that Edison tried thousands of different iterations yeah. of the light bulb before finding one that burned. And the thing was, is like the faster he failed at all those, the sooner he arrives at the one that doesn't. So, right. and and you don't know that you don't know it's, that you don't know what works until you know it works. To some degree, it's opportunity cost, right? Like. I'm spending all my time working on something that doesn't that doesn't work when I should stop and go work on something that will work, right? Like I'm I'm preventing myself from working on something else that actually will succeed. And 
honestly, the, the biggest problem with startups is, is people when you're like, Oh, I quit my job and now I'm doing the startup thing full time and we don't make, it doesn't make any money. And like, we're just burning cash. And it's like, you just can't keep burning cash or not having a job like week after week after at some point in time, like it's just, the bleeding has got to stop. Right. And you got to just like stop living the dream and just call it over and move on. Yeah. And I was recently, uh, I, uh, Matt, as you're aware, I'm kind of fascinated with studying like what makes a genius and like, what is a genius and like, are you a genius? Are you crazy? Or some of that. And uh, I was recently reading a book about that. And one of the things that they were talking about the, the, the geniuses in history aren't afraid to move fast and break things. Yeah. And you know, that's part of that kind of a similar fail fast mentality. Now, if you're, you know, we're in this as startups and business and in entrepreneurship, we're in this constant arms race with competition. And that's another reason, like the more of that timeline you burn up, if someone else is on to, is onto a solution, if you're still failing, and doing it slowly, they're stretching the distance between them and yeah. you. So, so Matt, when you think about like, how do you define failing? Well, it could be the business model failed or, or you couldn't get product market fit or you didn't hire the right talent. Like there are a whole, whole lot of reasons that your startup can fail, right? But usually it comes down to product market fit. It's like we built this thing, but nobody wants to buy it or nobody will pay for it or they won't pay enough for it or it just doesn't solve a problem that anybody cares about. Um, and my favorite are these, these businesses that are like consumer based things, right? Like, oh, we created a website or a mobile app and we just expect like a million people are all of a sudden going to know it exists and we're going to make millions of dollars in advertising. Right. But like, nobody knows, nobody knows that you exist. And at some point in time, it's just like, you guys got to realize that nobody cares that you built this app. And so what are you going to do? Are you just, okay, it's in the app store. Now what, right? Like at what point are you going to just accept that? You built an app and nobody knows about it and just decided it didn't work, right? Like there's, it's just failed business models usually. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, failure is not defeat, you know, like, and you look at so many different things like, uh, you know, later on tonight, I'm going to a Kansas City Royals baseball game and, 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 and <laughs> they know all about failures, failure. Yes, yeah. They certainly do, but that wasn't my intended example. But in baseball, yeah, a, a Hall of Fame hitter, is only right three out of 10 times, meaning yeah. they technically fail 70% of the time and they're, they're still elite amongst the best. And sometimes those failures occur in the weirdest ways. Like you might, they might hit the ball right on the screws, like a hundred miles an hour and it just goes right at someone. And then they get a hit on a ball that they barely hit and just kind of rolls up the third baseline and they happen to beat it out. Now, you know, whatever works, works. But so when I, Matt, when I think of failing, I think of anything that, just doesn't get the in, the intended result for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, you know, like I think that's like the most granular level. And when I think about things when it comes to failing fast and where it's important to fail fast in a startup, well, I think some of it's marketing and customer acquisition. Like what works and what doesn't. The sooner yeah. you figure that out, the sooner you get to streamline or or hyper focus your resources, effort, and energy towards things that work. And you know, like I've always said with marketing, there's three key words: test, test, test. Yes. You know, and just see what works. It doesn't, I don't mean A, B, C, D testing. I mean like try this, try this, try this. Which one's working the best? Okay, now let's try two of them. You know, Love and then it. get down to okay, this is one that really works. Let's turn up the gas. 
Well, and I think you're absolutely right. And you're hitting on a key subject here, which is really go to market strategies, right? So when you, when you got a new product and you're trying to get it to market, there's lots of go to market strategies, you know, direct sales or partnerships or going to trade shows or online advertising, all these different things. And you got to kind of try and experiment with all of them, right? Because if you bet all of your time and energy on one of them and you just keep trying that one thing and it never works, like you're killing yourself because you didn't also spend time trying and the other things, right? So there's always the balance of you spend too much time on one thing or you spend just a little bit of time on 20 things and you don't give any of them time to be successful either. So it, it's, but the point is you've got to put enough effort into a, a something. You get to a point where you're like, well, is this going to work or not? And if it's not going to work, we need to quickly cut our losses and try and some, try something else that maybe will, you know? And yeah, the good market might strategies. Find, you might, you, well, you might find three things that technically do work, which one works yeah. best. Yes. And then put all your effort into that one to maximize it. Right, right. Now, you know, when, well, Matt, how many times have you failed? Um, I mean, I think I've just had varying degrees of success. You know, I mean, you, you, <laughs> uh, you, you hit a home run, you hit a single, one of them was a bunt and sometime, somehow or another, it like rolled just inside the line. And then the guy tripped and didn't pick up the ball in time. And I was safe at first. Like, you get just varying de degrees of success too. So, it, if I when I say that qu a question that general, I'll ask myself how many times have you failed, Matt? I can't count that high because it's like like so. What are we talking about? Like yeah. failed businesses? No, not no. very many. Not not none. You know. But when it comes to you know other things, I mean, I think that we fail every day. We try to do things, and it's just I mean, sometimes it's simple. All right, here's another thing. I think you need to fail fast at finding the people that you're going to be successful with in the future. Right. You know, we've talked about this a lot. Startups typically have small lean teams. If you have three people and one of them's a turd, 33% of your company sucks. And you got to be able to, especially early, you got to be able to maybe realize you don't have the right people. You made the wrong decision or something isn't working and not, try to live with that for the next three years because your resources yeah. are limited, your time's limited and your focus is limited. And you know, it can be that simple. Like well, now. <laughs> well, so we talk about fail fast. I mean, I think we're, we're hitting on, there's a lot of different parts of that, right? So, I mean, it's, it's, did we build the right product? Are we targeting the right customers? Is the go to market strategy? Did we hire the right people? Did we build our technology the wrong way, right? Like there's all these different facets to it. And it's not necessarily the whole business is a failure. It's just like, hey, we hired the wrong salesperson. Uh, the last three weeks, he hasn't accomplished anything. It doesn't feel like he's, he doesn't get it. Uh, do we spend the next six months and he just doesn't accomplish shit? Or we fire him and go hire somebody else now because we, we just doesn't feel like it's going to work, right? And it's like, how fast do you accept that failure and move on, which can be the success or failure of the entire company as well. Yeah. Now, speaking of, of hiring successful successfully, if you have a technology company or are considering starting one, I want to remind you that today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io. We're going to help you take the mystery out of hiring developers. And if you're starting a tech company, uh, Matt, how important is it to get good people to build your tech? It's really important i mean at the end of the day in all <laughs> businesses it comes down to human resources and talent right Ta businesses are nothing without talent and we talk about failure and learning from your failures i mean at full scale we've hired 
how many like 200 300 people right and along the way 220 (laughs) well include the previous you know people that no longer with us right add Uh those to the list like we've hired you know a lot of people and to the point like maybe the first you know 50 people maybe we failed 10 percent of the time right and we learn like oh okay when we hire people we need to look for this and look for that like how do we get in better at it right like you talked earlier about in, in everything we do, we're, we're looking at how to improve it. And some of that is looking at where we failed. Like we failed this guy and this didn't work. Well, why didn't it work? How do we get better? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, failure is important when it comes to success because you know, there's a few things, you know I mean? Through failure, you're going to get to know yourself better. You're going to learn from your mistakes. You're going to yeah. figure out where you need to grow. That's my point. And, and and failure, like it forces you to, well, it's humbling in a way that forces you to like rethink and yeah. reconsider and find new ways and strategies to win. And Reset your you know, expectations. Like, and I think one of the things too with failure is, you know, Matt, you ever get that idea? You're like, God, I really think this might work. I really think this might work. And it's just sitting there. It's getting louder in your head and louder in your head. Sometimes you just need to satisfy that and know like, okay, oh God, that crushed it. Or you realize, oh shit, okay, that maybe that wasn't as great. But sometimes I think that's important too. Just kind of knowing that you've checked the boxes or you've tried different things. I tried. And, right. And, and, you know, it seemed like a good idea, but I, I got to tell you what, Matt, you know, over the years, I've tried a lot of different things and, you know, I'm one of those guys, I try 10 and I want one to work because the, when you find one that works, you're like, dude, this is awesome, but you got to know when to let go. And that's that catch and release scenario. And I, dude, I've seen too many people just ride the ship into the rocks. They're like way yeah. out and sea, and they're like, oh, I see, I see that island and that reef and those rocks coming. And then now they're getting closer. And like, oh, it's getting closer. Okay, let's just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. Like, you know, Hollywood teaches you that the captain goes down with the ship. There's no glory in that. No, like that's just suicide. Right? Like, turn it turn it, do something different, you know, anything. And that, you know, that's, that's a big thing. So, all right. And I mentioned, so we're going to fail fast on this episode. Normally our episodes are are quite long, but um, one, I'm tired of talking about failure with startups. uh, But I did think that I, this was important because you're going to hear that if you're not familiar with the fail fast mentality, you're, and you want to get into a startup or start a business or any of that, you're going to run into it. So we felt like we needed to address that and talk about it. Now, you know, when it comes to failing fast and why it's important to winning, it's like, I mean, it's crucial to have the ability to know when you've reached the point of no return as well. Like, how do you know that? Like, what tells you, what has told you in the past, like, shit, it's time to quit. It's time to do something different. Well, and and back in the early days of InSolutions, um, we got to that point at one time where it's like we had a partnership and we thought the partnership was going to sell our product. And we're just sitting around every day waiting for our partner to sell our product. And at some point in time, you're like, you know what? Fuck this. We can't put a hundred percent of the future of our business relying on this partner. We got to take ownership of this and go sell our own product too. Right? Like at some point in time, like you just, you got to decide it was a failure. Like the partnership was a failure. We've got to have a plan B. Right. And it, it you got to use your spidey senses sometimes to just know like okay we've tried this long enough the, i gotta tell you what so you know i recently turned 46 i think you're you're getting older too aren't you here buddy <laughs> let's not talk yeah. about it yeah 
Yeah. So as I've gotten older, I've really gone, I've leaned more on the trust your gut. Yeah. It's like, I, the more I look back at it in life, like it's never, it hasn't been wrong. I look back at like some of the biggest regrets for decisions or stuff or whatever. And like, I was definitely fighting my own like internal instinct. Like there's a reason that that exists. I don't know how to describe why it exists or any of it, but as you gain more experience, I think that's experience shouting back at you. It's like, Hey, you've done this before. Like, don't touch the hot stove again. It's going to burn you. Like, that's why we learn. Like we both have small children and we see them go through it. Now here's the thing. Sometimes you got to let them learn. Well, I was going to say, you, sometimes you got to let them learn, but if they I, keep touching the hot stove over and over again, you get a different set of stuff to address. I, I fight this with my wife all the time. Cause our youngest is like 13 months. And I'm like, let him trip and fall. Let him touch the hot thing. Because until he does, he's not going to know not to do it again. Like, that's the only right. way he learns is to fail, right? I mean, yeah, it's the only way it works. Well, Matt, today's episode was brought to you by Fullscale.io. And I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to talk about, I'm ready to move on. And we're, we're done failing. We know why it was important. We know why we did it. We talked about it some and we're coming back with our next episode, and we're going to talk about building the team that's going to make it happen. Matt, I'll see you on the flip side of this episode. See you, buddy. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.